0: hey everyone thank you for joining the pastor resources podcast hope you enjoy the reading of our latest article becoming compassionate leaders carrie summers nehemiah faced one of the most complicated and the most documented leadership challenges ever when god called him to oversee rebuilding the wall around jerusalem at that time Nehemiah lived a thousand miles from Jerusalem and served as a cupbearer for the most powerful king of the day. Warlords in the area around Jerusalem certainly didn't want anyone rebuilding the wall because it would diminish their control over the people. So why would Nehemiah leave a legacy position travel a far distance to take on a dangerous task no person had asked him to do or and incur personal sacrifice for a group of people he didn't know? The answer is compassionate leadership. Compassionate leaders are those who take on the responsibility of serving their cities and communities in a selfless way that leaves things better when they're gone. For these leaders the principles embedded in Nehemiah's actions remain timeless and will make or break their organization today. Here are five attributes of compassionate leaders. Compassionate leaders listen and are concerned for the condition of others. Nehemiah heard the report of conditions in Jerusalem and then asked for details. Nehemiah chapter 1 verses 1 through 4. We all hear reports about the conditions of our communities, but compassionate leaders go further and spend time asking great questions and gathering information. The first step is to let people know you care. It's asking, how are you doing, not how are we doing. In many businesses, most of the leaders' conversations with employees is spent trying to find information out about the company or the organization, not about the person. Even in churches, leaders too often sidestep compassion for individuals in favor of organizational assessment. Secondly, when conversation turns to the shared mission of the organization, too many church and nonprofit leaders simply won't, don't want to hear bad news. Why is our enrollment in kids' ministry down? How are we doing in teaching people the gospel? Is the foster care ministry making an impact? I'm convinced that too many leaders don't ask those questions because they know the answer and don't want other people to confirm it. In Nehemiah's day, people were considered a commodity. Their lives and deaths didn't matter to leaders, yet the COO of the most powerful king on earth at that time asked great questions rooted in compassion for people. We all need to become better at asking, how are you doing? And how are we really doing? Compassionate leaders act on feelings of compassion. If a leader has concern for others and can learn to really listen, this leads to demonstrated compassion. Nehemiah didn't just experience feelings of compassion and then walk away from the challenge. He acted on his felt compassion as all. Great leaders do. Jesus is our ultimate model. He often acted because he was moved with compassion. Compassionate actions only comes from people whose hearts are broken by the condition of those around them. Compassionate leaders wear other people's shoes. Nehemiah didn't distance himself from the problem. Rather, he put his heart and his feet right in the middle of it. We've all seen groups of white, middle-class people swoop into the neighborhood and do a day of service and then leave. This is a type of intrusion into an area of need rather than an infusion. We fail to see beneficial long-term effects because we're not willing to take off our shoes and put on theirs. Compassionate leadership means making a significant effort to understand other people's reality instead of affirming our own perceptions. Compassionate leaders don't rush to conclusions. One of the great enemies of good leadership is how much we think We know. We process what we hear through our knowledge bank and draw a quick conclusion. And then we act too quickly. I don't have time. Here's my decision. Next, Nehemiah was the opposite. He spent three days in Jerusalem walking around the wall at night, accompanied by a few good men and his horse. Nehemiah 12 verses 11 through 17 he had already collected the building materials and and the the blessing of the king why waste three days walking around a wall at night Chuck Swindoll wrote in the book hand me another brick that this is where God put the steel in Nehemiah's bones it didn't happen quickly or with fanfare, but in quietness with God and in gathering information about the situation. Do we take time when nobody's around, and it's just us and God, to ask Him to put His wisdom, His steel, into us? If not, we spend all our lives making quick decisions that, for the most part, are ours not God's the only way to avoid making rushed and often wrong decisions is to understand and appreciate the silence and the waiting when it's just you and God compassionate leaders rely on God and recognize his power during the approval process for the museum we relied on a simple fact it was God's idea and his project we were privileged to help carry out but the museum wasn't ours so we didn't worry about it we let God give us inspiration when we encountered obstacles sure enough at every turn he kept showing up giving us what to do and what questions to ask Even in the most daunting meetings, we never came in with fear. Rather, we had an excitement about what God would do next. And at the end of all of those meetings, the work with all of those agencies, the the results obviously stunned our law offices. Not only did we receive approval from every agency, but there was never a descending vote. We had 100% approval across the board. In the processes, I watched as God used all of my experience before then in the sporting goods world and in the retail world, theme parks and more. He helped me walk through the challenges. People who knew me say everything in my life was in preparation for this one thing. And in that small way, I felt like Nehemiah, whose skill, building, and experiences in the king's palace proved invaluable as he accepted the challenge to rebuild Jerusalem's wall. Whatever task you're in, God will draw on your experiences and use your life for his glory especially as you seek to become a compassionate leader. Adapted from City Serve, Your Guide to Church-Based Compassion. Copyright 2019 by Dave Donaldson. Published at Solubus Resources, Springfield, Missouri.